This is the Must Listen Form Hour. This is the Melbourne Racing Panel. Public holiday meeting for Australia Day on the hillside circuit at Sandown. We're on a good four-rated track with the rail in the true position and fine conditions forecast for the day. The Blue Diamond previews for the Colts and Geldings and the Phillies, the highlight. We're getting to them shortly. Also three other stakes races on the card. Mark Hunter, Harry White and Jamie Rogers working through the program with me. And we get to race three, which is the Colts and Geldings preview for the Blue Diamond over the 1,000 metres. Take out number nine, Perilous Fighter. We've got three horses here with race day experience. Jamie, how does the market look? Yeah, and Warren, the money is going with those horses that have that exposed racing form. As I mentioned at the top of the show, the instructor is the best-backed runner of the entire program, currently at $2.40. But the one cracker rib at $5.50 is also seeing some support, but it's five times less than what we've taken on the instructor. And the three in Corniche at $11 has also had a bit of support. Now, of the runners that are the first starters, the best-backed is the five Amigo for Peter Moody, currently at $12. Earlier this morning, certainly some positive reports from the stables of Mick Price and Michael Kidd Jr. about Altruist, who... Michael Kidd Jr. would expect to be off speed and, and working home. And Catherine Coleman very much looking forward to the debut of number five, Amigo, who's been a bit of a work in progress for the stable. Speed's obviously uh, a lot to learn here with so many on debut, but on what we have seen from the race and through trials and jump outs, the instructor you would think would be there on speed, crack a rib not that far away. And I thought Goods with the application of blinkers looked quite sharp in a recent jump out. I'd expect him to, to attempt to hold a spot from that inside draw. I'm leaning to the horse with race experience and winning form in, in the instructor. He was good winning an easier race, but he controlled it on speed, ran through the line strongly at Pakenham when well supported. I thought his trials and jump outs going into his debut run were really encouraging. So leaning to head a four altruist who came for a jump out here, I thought worked nicely through the line there under light riding. Interesting that Michael Kidd Jr. said Blake Shin gave him a really good report following that piece of work. 11 Scorsese has impressed me at the jump outs for the Peter Moody stable with Linda Meach aboard and, and Cracker Rib is, a, is the other horse with winning form and he's a stakes winner going into this race. He was good at Flemington. He's jumped out nicely between runs and he'll put himself somewhere there on the speed. My numbers in, in the Blue Diamond preview for the Colts and Geldings, 2, 4, 11 and 1. Mark, how are you seeing race 3? Tricky Warren, I think these races for me are watch and learn. I'm going to go number three each way, Corniche, who I thought ran really well on debut. It jumped with them out wide and then it was just dragged back out of the race and then had to get going again. I thought it was set a big task and did a terrific job to run third. Now, you mentioned the speed. I'm hoping Corniche with Jamie Carr on can go and park right behind them, get last crack, and at double figure odds, I have something each way, Corniche here to beat number two, the instructor who. Jumped on the bunny. We saw the second horse come out last night and get beaten, but the instructor will give you a good sight in front. One cracker rib. Improved a lot second go when ridden for speed. Recent trials good. And I tossed up out of the two moody horses, five and 11. Just look at number five and Mego, but they've both trialled really well. Three each way for me from two, one and five. Bit of value there in race three for Mark Hunter. How are you seeing it, Harry? With you, was uh, with the instructor, the race day experience, I thought there was... A lot to like about that debut win, uh, leading throughout, won pretty well and gave me the impression there was a bit more left in the tank. So uh, that's an exciting prospect this time of year. I'm happy to stick with him. Uh, tight enough in betting in a race of what is essentially uh, unknowns and, and unraced horses. 
Uh, Cracker Rib jumped out quite nicely leading into this. I thought the form via that Maribyrnong Plate win has stacked up well since. Uh, Little Bros, who ran second, then won the Merson Cooper at Caulfield at its next start. Uh, Hellish has come out and run second to VC, who looked very smart at Flemington. So uh, that's that's good form and obviously the benefit of, of prior race day experience, just depending on where Cracker Rib gets to uh, in the run. As far as the first starters, I thought Fire Follower was the pick of them based on what he's been doing at the jump outs. Thought he worked very well uh, through the line um, in his most recent heat. And Altruist, the 400k yearling purchase, found the line nicely as you touched on. And then my fifth pick, I mean, because why not? They're all unraced debutants. Scorsese, uh, nicely named uh, out of a mare called Hollyweird. So they're going with that Hollywood theme. So. Anyone who's a fan of, of the director or Goodfellas might just be having a bet just because. But I'll side with the race day experience as well, was and go 2174. There, Harry White's numbers race three, two, one, seven, and four. Mark Hunter's numbers three, two, one, and five. My numbers in the third, two, four, eleven, and one. Race four is the heat for the Phillies, the division of the, the Blue Diamond preview over the 1,000 metres. Take out numbers 11, 12, and 14. And again, a, a number of debutants here, but some horses with the race day experience. Jamie, how's the market shaping up? Well, Warren, a similar story to what we saw in the last race. The money is with the horses that have the exposed form. So in particular, the two, Aditi is the $3 favourite and is holding more than double anything else in this race. The one exploring at $8 is also seeing a bit of support. And then the third horse that has been really popular and in particular this morning, not as much as the favourite, but has been coming through, is the 10 Elderberry at $5.50. So definitely the best backed of the first starters. Mark, how do you think they might settle here? I suppose it's very speculative with so many first starters. I think Aditi will spear out from one, Warren, and probably lead. You've got Exploring in the middle of the pack who went forward and led last time, and out wide, Tabitha sets a quick horse, so it's probably the one that's going to be right up outside Aditi. I think they'll run along. Again, this is an open race. I thought number six, Ode to Joy, was good value each way here. This horse... Trolled well before Flemington, just was never comfortable in behind exploring. And I think with a clearer run, Ode to Joy could easily have won the race. Now, it draws to park just off the speed. I'd rather have something at that, at that good price to beat number two, Aditi, who ran well on debut, went for a spell, come back, it's trolled well. It's going to give you a great side in front. One exploring, a troll terrific going into that first up win. Dictated the race. You wouldn't say it was overly impressive, but going to be better for that. And 13-centical... She's got some good trialers, Peter Moody, these young horses. This is another one that's trialed terrific and no shock to see it right in the finish. So, again, an open race, 6-2-1-13. and 13. How are you seeing the Phillies division, Harry? Um, going with the race day experience again and obviously with the market, a little bit boring, but Aditi uh, obviously went straight to the front in her most recent trial, won her heat well. I thought her debut run prior to a spell was was rock solid as well. Expect gate one to be utilised. She can just go straight to the front and... Uh, as Mark said, give a sight. So I think she uh, is the horse to beat, as is reflective in the market. As far as the first starters go, Elderberry. Uh, she's won both of her jump outs leading into this. Look good doing so. Uh, out of a reward for effort mare, who uh, was a five-time winner over the short, sharp sprinting trips. Uh, 955 at the Valley was one of them. So I think there's a bit of uh, speed built into the pedigree. I think that um, she can run well. I'm not surprised to see a little bit of market support on race day morning. Sensical, uh, $950,000 yearling purchase, looks to have ability. And then I put Tabata Set in, has jumped out nicely leading into a second 
prep, and I concede I very well may have missed the winner here because um, it's an even addition. If it's not a DD, then pretty much take your pick, in my opinion. 2, 10, 13, 5. Harry White going with 2, 10, 13, and 5 in race 4. Mark Hunter's numbers are 6, ahead of 2, 1, and 13. It's a real look and learn race for me, but I do think the race day experience and the recent jump out, number 2, Aditi, indicates she's going to be there on speed, give a sight, and she looks very tractable. So 2 for me in a race where I'm happy to look and learn. Head of 10, Elderberry. I like what I've seen from her at her jump out. She looks to have a degree of tactical speed and and looks to be able to put herself into a spot and it's run nicely through the line, looks to have a good motor. 6-0 to Joy, I agree with Mark. She was just a bit uncomfortable, struck up behind them. A a tongue-tie goes on here. I controlled that race on speed and and the overall time figures weren't great, but I I liked the way that she found the line when she finally did get clear. I thought 7 Celestial Storm, who's had that race day experience also, and She's been here for a jump out. I thought she worked through the line nicely there, had the benefit of, of a look at the track out of the shoot start. Two, ten, six, and 7 for me in race 4. Race five's over 1,400 metres. It's a benchmark 70. It's clear of scratchings, Jamie, so no deductions here. How's the market looking? Well, Warren, the favourite is at $4.20, but whilst we haven't taken a huge amount of money in this race, what has come through is all pretty evenly split amongst quite a few runners. So we'll start with the one in Quay Quay, who's currently at $23. The two, Reckoning, is at 14 The three, Sandy Prince, would be one of the better-backed runners in this race at $7.00. Daily Bugle, the four at 10, has also had a bit of interest, especially this morning. The six pocket change at $7.50 is also one of the better backed runners. The seven, Savvy Sovereign, at $9. The eight, Just Jono, is at $4.60 and nine, Blow In, at $4.20. Between those two, there's not much separating them and they are holding the most in this race. How are you seeing the speed here, Harry? I think Sandy Prince uh, will be sent forward from Barrier 4. I'd expect Savvy Sovereign from Barrier 11 of 11 to, to spear across and be somewhere forward. Quay Quay, we know, goes forward as well. And then Danish Fortune looks to be the other speed influence. Uh, it's a tricky race. I am with the open favourite, Just Jono. He was five weeks between runs last start uh, here, and he found the line well behind Netanyahu and Mary Mackboy, who who led throughout. Uh, I think 1,400 metres will suit. Um, it just looks a nice race for him, but I am wary of the inside draw and where he gets to because he can get back in his runs, so I'm worried that he could get buried. I'm also hoping that potentially in the past he has shown a bit of tactical versatility and settled slightly further forward, um, but I just do think it's a tricky map. I would have much rather he drawn the middle. I would have been more confident in his chances, but I just do think that gap between runs last start was um, probably why he didn't run on as well. The step up and trip here suits. Designer Dreamer, if you're looking for a horse uh, at a price, I think appeals. I think the low draw for him as well could be make or break, but I'm hoping he can be positive in the run. Savvy Sovereign, as I touched on, likely to burn across from the car park draw to be prominent. Hard to knock his form, this preparation, racing very well. And blow in, hard fit now, third up. Uh, We'll be running on. Again, I'm not sure that the speed is going to be genuine enough, but still a horse uh, very much on the up. I think with even luck, Josh Jono can be winning. 8, 10, 7, 9. Your thoughts here, Mark? I like blowing, Warren. I thought it was ready to win after its last run at Flemington. That was just the fast race where it was out the back and had no chance from back there. Ideally, I thought next start, 1,600 metres, maybe a soft five would have been perfect. We've got 1,400 metres on dry ground. But we've got Craig Williams, and 
I'm hoping it can keep sort of four horses behind it on the map park midfield or a touch worse. And I think blowing can win here to beat number eight, Just Jono, who's going well. Probably couldn't have drawn a worse barrier than gate one. Going to be buried back inside, just needing luck. I think six pocket change can roll forward. Get a soft run near the front, has got a chance. And seven, seven savvy sovereign who probably spears forward, maybe takes it up, if not outside leader. Has to run a strong 1,400 metres, but it's fit and it's going OK. I like number nine, blowing. Just got to keep in touch early. Nine, eight, six and seven. There, Mark Hunter's numbers. First leg of the quaddy here, Sandown on the eight race card, race five, nine, eight, six and seven. Harry White with numbers eight, ten, seven and nine. I share the boys' concerns about the inside draw for just Jono, but I think he's progressing well. I think that the little rise in distance here is a positive 1,200, 1,300 now to 1,400 metres. If Jared Fry can just hold a spot to some extent and I think the horse just tends to be slowly out of the barriers I don't think he's necessarily a slow horse but just doesn't seem to muster that quickly hopefully Jared Fry can get him out hold a spot and if he can be within the first three or four pairs I think that's a good spot for just Jono for Daily Bugle coming through the same form line I think he's going well I think he's also suited by the rise in distance his first preparation as a gelding he was terrific first up Robbie Griffiths just indicating maybe it was a, a touch flat second up, but he's happy with his work leading into it. and He looks to have come back well as a gelding, and he's always shown talent. Nine blow-ins a key winning hope. I agree with Mark. I think he's ready to win. If he can hold a spot with Craig Williams aboard from that draw, I think that's the challenge for both Just Jono and Blow-in to be able to, to hold a spot to be within striking distance. But there looks reasonable speed here. They'll be very strong late here, late the hillside circuit. And three Sandy Prince fitter for that run down the straight, back round a bend with, with Ollie aboard, I think they're positives for Sandy Prince, 8, 4, 9 and 3 for me in race 5 it's 25 to 9 on RSN 927, take a break on the Melbourne form panel, be back with the last three races then get the team's best bets and quaddy plays for Sandown on the Hillside Circuit